0: More than 88,000 local cases of COVID were added Wednesday, along with 122 COVID-related deaths. So far, 8 to 10 percent of Taiwan's population has been infected. Officials say the epidemic appears to be easing in the north, while case numbers are mounting steadily in the south. They say the current outbreak is at a plateau, but has not reached the peak yet.
1: Today, we're reporting 88,247 cases detected yesterday. The number is a slight increase from the day before.
2: Taiwan reported 88,247 local COVID infections on Wednesday. New Taipei added the most cases with 14,894. Taipei added 7,480, Taoyuan 9,568, and Tainan 7,638. Taichung and Kaohsiung each reported more than 10,000 cases. The CECC says infections are on the rise in central and southern Taiwan. 江北的部分, uh, 已经有这个。
1: in Taipei and New Taipei, more than 8% of the population has been infected, between 8 and 10%. The epidemic is now easing there. In other areas, in central and southern Taiwan, the infection rate is gradually approaching those figures.
2: Taiwan added 122 COVID-related deaths on Wednesday. Two of them were infants who died at home within one day of symptom onset. The younger infant was just over one month old. The CCC also reported 240 more patients with moderate to severe
0: symptoms.
1: The total number of children who develop severe COVID has come to 29 cases. That includes the two deaths announced today. So far, 10 children have developed encephalitis. Overall, they are recovering from their symptoms. Now, we have more experience and faster ways of transferring them to wards and providing treatment.
2: Since the start of the pandemic, Taiwan has recorded more than 2 million COVID infections and 1,524 COVID-related deaths. Health experts say infection figures are plateauing. So far, about 8% of Taiwan's population has been infected. In Kaohsiung, the rate is around 6%. According to the health minister, the epidemic has yet to peak.
1: If we're talking about the whole country, the rate is about 8%. If we reach 10%, after we pass 10%, the numbers may gradually start to go down.
2: According to Taipei Mayor Ko wen Taiwan is likely to lift COVID restrictions in the middle of July. The CCC was asked for comment on Ko's projection.
1: I assume that by lifting of restrictions, he means the mask mandate or social distancing rules, we'll be keeping those in place for now.
2: The CCC wouldn't give firm dates, saying only that it would review its public health rules on a rolling basis.
0: Taiwan is now providing free rapid tests for very young children. To qualify, the child must be born on or after January 1, 2016, meaning that the child is no older than six years and five months old. Parents were seen at pharmacies on Wednesday collecting free tests with their child's health insurance card.
2: Present your child's health insurance card and the pharmacist will use it to log into the system. Once eligibility is confirmed, you'll get five at-home rapid tests for free. On Wednesday, Taiwan rolled
1: out free tests
2: for very young children. Parents were seen collecting the kits early in the morning.
1: It happens to be free. This is a good government policy. I came early to collect. My child has to go to preschool, and sometimes schools will require rapid testing.
2: Supplies are ample at this pharmacy, which set aside two large cartons for distribution. One mother came with her young child to collect, only to find that her child was just over the age cutoff.
1: My child is six and a half years old. The pharmacist said that to qualify, my child must have a birthday in 2016 or later. I wasn't really clear on the rules.
2: The pharmacy says that fewer parents turned out than expected. It posted a notice at the door to encourage collection. Eligibility extends only to children aged up to six years and five months, or those born on or after January 1st, 2016. Children with IDs ending in an odd number can collect on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. For even numbers, the collection days are Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Anyone can go on a Sunday and collection ends on June 30th.
0: We've
1: had more than 100 inquiries from parents recently. This free test program is independent of the test rationing program, which is in its first round. So even if you bought rapid tests in the first round, you can still come to collect free tests.
2: The CECC says that nasal swab tests are not for use on children up to two years old, as they can cause injury. Instead, the free tests should be used by the child's caregivers. Parents are encouraged to collect the tests this week, before the second round of the test rationing program launches and attracts big crowds to pharmacies.
0: And for older kids, Taiwan has opened seven large-scale vaccination clinics for children aged 5 to 11. The clinics are located in each of the seven special municipalities. They'll be open for five to seven days through the Dragon Boat Festival. According to the CECC, about 930-thousand children aged 5 to 11 are still unvaccinated. As of Tuesday, more than 900,000 child vaccine doses were distributed to local governments to be administered. The pandemic has shut down schools and forced kids to attend class from home. Now, did you ever wonder what happened to all the food normally served in school cafeterias? In Shenzhou, the county government redirects the food to other good causes. Some of it is sold, and the rest donated to local NGOs.
1: Bags of fresh veg come out of the truck and through the doors of this NGO. They're packed up in plastic and labeled to be boxed and sold. These vegetables were originally destined to be school lunches for elementary and junior high schools. Now all the classes are online leaving eight tons of fresh food to go to waste. The county government and farmers association had to think fast to find them a new home.
2: Some of these extra vegetables will be given to charities, and some will be packaged up into small packages to sell.
1: Rather than letting good food go to waste, the county is giving some of the bounty to 27 different NGOs. In just two months, they've distributed almost seven tons, The rest is packed up into organic veg boxes and sold online.
2: We signed a contract for this organic veg with the farmers of Sandy Township. But because the classes are suspended, it wasn't getting eaten.
1: The food was earmarked for the Education Department. But with no children in schools, it was time to redirect it to another good cause. So the Agriculture Bureau stepped in to save the day. The county wants the central government to reassign the school meals budget, toward a subsidy for farmers or the Agriculture Bureau itself.
2: These high-quality vegetables are a great help for our center. The recipients get to feel that society
1: cares. This NGO is delighted to get the veggies, but it required lots of work from the Farmers Association to arrange. Many factors, including freezer space and staff capacity, had to be juggled, creating a big logistical puzzle. But to get these vegetables to a good home and support local causes, it's all worth it.
0: The pandemic has been great news for nature in many of Taiwan's most beautiful spots. At Jilong's Heping Island Park, rangers are seeing many creatures thriving with fewer visitors around. They're excited about the new nesting habits of the Kentish plover, a little bird that loves the beach. Let's go take a look at how the rangers are protecting the birds from disruption.
1: A small area is cordoned off here on the sand at He Ping Island Park. The sign reads, new life is hatching, please do not disturb. Tourists gather to one side, gazing at three little eggs. They don't dare get closer. Other birds build nests for their eggs, but the Kentish plover likes to lay its eggs on the beach.
2: It's laid eggs in the pebbles the last two years because there's less sand there and it's easy for water to collect. So they started thinking, oh, the beach is great there's some water and the heat from the earth that way if it gets too hot, the parents can get their bellies wet in the edge of the sea and then bring the water back to cool down their
0: eggs.
1: Kentish Plovers are migratory birds and this is their breeding season. Last year, the park closed to visitors because of COVID. That's when they made their first experiments in laying eggs on the beach. Park rangers were delighted capturing these clips of the process. (laughs) Rangers tried to chase down two little chicks running amok to bring them back to their box. They were afraid the chicks might get hurt, but it was hard to spot them with their feathers the same color as the floor, but even before the chicks hatched, the parents are watching carefully to see what the humans are up to nearby.
2: The bird mom and dad are nearby watching the tourists. They're still willing to come back and lay their eggs. They're not afraid of people because they know they won't come too close. When you see the eggs, you mustn't touch them or hurt them.
1: The drop in visitor numbers has been wonderful news for local wildlife.
2: During the pandemic, we had two squirrels fall out of a tree. We took care of them until they were mature and then released them back into the forest. Last year, we also also observed that a clownfish had four babies in our pond.
1: Park rangers are protecting the creatures here while giving visitors a lovely spot to relax. If everyone plays their part, humans and non-humans can enjoy the seaside together. China's foreign
0: ministry said Tuesday that Taiwan had no president to speak of. During a routine press briefing, a spokesman was asked for comment on a meeting between Taiwan's president and U.S. Senator Tammy Duckworth. The spokesman took issue with a reporter who referred to President Tsai Ing-wen as a president.
2: U.S. Senator Tammy Duckworth met with President Tsai Ing-wen today. Do you have any comment? Taiwan is a province of China. What president does it have to speak of? I would advise Mr. Zhao Lijian to take a look at how the international community refers to President Tsai Ing-wen as President Tsai Ing-wen. Don't use your world war diplomacy tactics and China-style language to deceive the public. I recommend that you change your language next time because Taiwan has elected a president seven times. I have cast votes on many occasions.
0: Legislator Liu Shifang said China's reaction to Tsai's title was, quote, absurd. She said Taiwan has held democratic presidential elections since 1996, and that there have been three transfers of power between political parties since. She said that it was a fact that Taiwan, like other countries, has its own territory, population, government and sovereignty. The body of 2nd Lieutenant Xu Da-jun was brought to a funeral home on Wednesday after the pilot died in a jet crash the day before. His family went to the Kaohsiung funeral home to identify his remains. At just 23 years old, the pilot crashed to his death during a solo training mission Tuesday morning. He is remembered as a young man with big dreams whose life ended all too soon.
2: At just 23 years old, Second Lieutenant Xu Dajun lost his life after his AT3 jet trainer crashed in Kaohsiung's Gangshan district on Tuesday. As his body was taken away from the crash site, colleagues lined up on the sides of the road to give Xu a final salute. His body was taken to a funeral parlor, with his parents and his sister close behind. His mother covered her face as she mourned the death of her son. <laughs> These yearbook photos show Xu with his classmates. His homeroom teacher in middle school says he was a lively and happy child.
1: Everyone in that class got along very well, and he especially was always full of joy. He was often playing with his classmates. He was very lively and had his own ideas about things. He was adventurous and liked to take on a challenge. In middle school, we participated in an English singing competition, and he had a lot of ideas about how we should rehearse. He gave the performance arts teacher a lot of ideas that were discussed with the group. He was a great kid."
2: Since a young age, Shu had wanted to be a pilot. The national flag hung outside his home, and it wasn't hard to see his devotion to Taiwan. In pursuit of his dreams, he joined the military to learn how to fly.
1: How could something like this happen? His sister was my daughter's classmate. They are a great family. I know his father quite well. His father had told me that he wanted to be a pilot. I said, that's a hard life. His father said that if his son really wanted that as a career, he would have to be serious about it. Every time he came home, he'd bring back some colleagues, and they'd have breakfast here together.
2: She was flying this jet trainer painted with the number 0852. He enlisted in the Air Force to chase a dream, but had that dream cut short in a tragedy.
0: Taiwan shares ended lower on Wednesday after a strong showing the day before. The index shed 132 points, or 0.79 percent, to close at 16,675. The electronic sector saw lackluster trade, with largan falling 0.9 percent. TSMC lost 11 NT to give up its gains from Tuesday. Let's hear from an analyst.
2: Foreign investors had overbought for three consecutive days. I think that we'll see this trend last for a period of time. Unless the U.S. stock market falls into a slump, it's not likely that the TIEX will fall below its support level. However, from the perspective of TSMC's foreign investors, I would say that the market is not yet showing signs of a rebound.
0: The day before, foreign capital had flooded into the main index, adding a net 23.2 billion NT. But according to the analyst, that doesn't mean a sustained recovery is at hand. The Bureau of Consular Affairs has launched a new website to speed up passport applications. Now applicants can complete their forms online instead of filling them out at a bureau office. Applicants can also upload a digital photo of themselves, which the system will check for the required specifications. If the photo is accepted by the system, it can be used in place of a printed photo. To complete the application, website users will still need to visit a bureau office. But officials say the new service will cut down on long waits at the counter.
2: Exotic scenery, exciting food, many are craving a vacation abroad. But when COVID restrictions lift, will your passport be ready for overseas travel?
1: Our passports have been sitting around for ages. My father's, my mother's and my brother's passports have all expired. So I'm here now to renew them since my family is really longing to go abroad. Prior to the epidemic, we issued 1.7 million passports a year. But last year and the year before, we issued only 30,000 passports a year. This year, starting in March, we began to see an increase in applications. We noticed that people in Taiwan are really looking forward to traveling abroad.
2: Travel restrictions are still in place, but locals are raring to go. And now, it's easier than ever to renew a passport. On Wednesday, the Bureau of Consular Affairs launched its online passport application system. Applicants can fill out their details online, upload a digital photo, and be informed in advance whether the image meets passport specifications. The system is meant to shorten wait times at the counter.
1: You can upload a digital photo and the system will check its specifications for you. That saves you the trouble of coming over here and then having to run back to redo the photo. And now you don't need to develop the photo. You don't need to print it out.
2: It's been nearly three years since COVID travel restrictions were first imposed. With passport applications on the rise, the Bureau of Consular Affairs is taking steps to make the process more convenient.
0: New Taipei's famous Baozhong Tea is in season, and Pingling District is home to the subtle tea, which is sometimes referred to as a cross between green tea and oolong. The local farmers' association has held its annual contest to find the top producer, and a local flavor guru has tips on how to use the tea in your cooking. Tea growers hope for strong sales this year, despite the challenges of COVID.
1: The spring tea leaves have been plucked and a winner chosen. Local Pingling producer Li Chuanqing.
2: It's my second win, the second time at this contest in our farmers' association. What's my secret? It's just what everyone already said. I put my heart into it. If you really concentrate, you'll make good tea.
1: The pandemic has nixed this year's spring tea market show, so the farmers' association set up an online store. Wherever you are, you can order a bag of the freshest leaves and have it delivered free of charge. And it's supported by ingredient expert Fang, who's dreamed up some very special tea recipes. We use
2: baozhong tea to make tea rice dumplings. This year, baozhong tea is not just for drinking. At home, we can actually grind it up into powder and then consume it like that.
1: Many other industries in New Taipei have also taken a hit from COVID.
2: So in New Taipei, we're determined to do our best to give the full force of all our care and support to these grassroots economies, which have suffered the most in New Taipei.
1: Many snack stores and restaurants are in yet another nadir as COVID bites back. Mayor Hou Yi has promised the city government is at the drawing board. The city plans to work with central government to extend support packages soon, and help struggling businesses stay afloat.
0: The latest craze in the art world is the NFT. Never heard of it? A non-fungible token, or NFT, is a way to sell digital art, and it's exploded in the last couple of years. The NFT market grew 200 times larger from 2019 to 2021. Even children's artwork is being bought and sold through NFTs. Now, Taiwan's youngsters are in on the game. We spoke to the founder of a new platform for Taiwanese kids' art, as well as a very talented young artist who is promoting her drawings
1: online. A self-portrait gradually comes into shape. Every character in this virtual world has a unique look. Here is a virtual nirvana scene. These incredible drawings come from the pen of 14-year-old Lin Ke. She's created NFTs of her artwork to attract more attention.
2: I've loved digital drawing ever since I got my first iPad mini when I was 10 and started drawing on it. Recently I discovered NFTs and thought they were really interesting. It can bring more viewers to my art and also help me express what I want to say. She's so happy and excited. She's really looking forward to getting her work out there and seen by people, especially in our local area, through this opportunity on the platform.
1: And Lin's not alone. Many children and young adults all around the world are making their drawings into NFTs. Sometimes they sell for millions of US dollars. A new NFT platform in Taiwan is bringing kids' creativity to the world.
2: This is a drawing my oldest daughter did when she was 10. It inspired me and made me imagine that lots of parents have a load of kids' drawings like this. Where can you go to exhibit them? I saw that overseas lots of people make NFTs of children's artwork, so these two ideas came together for me.
1: NFTs are a new avenue for kids to show off their creativity for the whole world to see.